welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am your host and I am a clinical psychologist and the number one therapist business coach. So in today's episode, I am hosting this live on YouTube. I've sent this message out to my entire community because I know that when we are talking about expanding our team and we as business owners want to hire a team member, sometimes we can get so stuck in our heads We can get so stuck in maybe past experiences along with maybe a lack of trust to be able to bring someone on. It will prevent us from actually growing our business. And so what I've decided to do for this particular, um, I'm going to call it a workshop, is to break down some first level basic hacks of things that business owners, therapists who are owning businesses or want to own a business, I'm going to share with you some hacks of things that you need to think about and flush out as it relates to adding either a brand new team member or maybe another team member. And if you are part of our mastermind program, and or an alumni of the Dope Therapist Academy program, some of these things will sound very familiar, yet what I continue to see and or hear is that no hires have been made or maybe poor choices like not cool experiences have occurred when you've hired a team member. And if you're anything like myself, and that I've encouraged all of my students to do this, is do what's called fourth quarter planning for the first quarter. And so just to give you some context in terms of why I thought that this podcast episode and workshop needed to be done right now, is that I took the time out to do the things that I'm sharing with you in this episode and that I've also shared with my mastermind students, but I thought that it would be good to do an audit of where does my time go right now and then what task need to be completed on a regular recurring basis or monthly or quarterly basis? And then who on my team do I currently have that can fill that role, if any, based off their capacity? And then also what type of team member do I need to hire? So we're going today to talk about the hiring of team members, and I'm going to share with you some of my hacks. So let's go ahead and get started. So number one is I want you to do a new or a updated time audit. And the reason why I say that is because a lot of the students in my programs, I highly suggest, but it's not mandatory, but I highly suggest that they do do a time audit so that they can have a better understanding of what task actually need to be removed from their plate because we don't want to hire people prematurely just because we don't want to do something in our business today, right? So what is a time audit? A time audit is you really looking at where does your time go? Um, and then we're also going to break down with some other hacks, you know, do you like it or love it or hate it? And then what kind of person will fill those particular roles in their genius zone? So when you do a time audit, the best suggestion that I have is to create a seven-day time frame, ideally from maybe Monday to Sunday, and identify or keep track of what are you doing in the day to consume your time. Now, this is not just about business. This is also about personal life. So for example, I'll use this morning. This morning, I woke up around six. I did a very quick workout downstairs. 
My husband and I tag teamed and we got our son ready for school. I also got dressed while he was doing my son's like, you know, brushing the teeth and, um, you know, doing his hair while I earlier had gotten him uh, dressed because my son says share. So he wants us to share responsibilities. But that within itself took an hour. Right. So then while I'm getting dressed, uh, my husband is taking my son downstairs to get prepped to go to school. He takes him to school. But then I come downstairs. I do my regular morning routine. I do a money date. I look at my money. And the reason why I'm breaking all these things down is because this was all done within the first two hours of my day. And this is just prepping my day, right? So of course, everything I listed already, most of it cannot be delegated. But I also just gave you the example of how me and my husband tag teamed. And so sometimes what happens in business is that We don't believe that we need to focus on a time audit of our personal life and only our business because if we do a time audit in our business, it will make our personal life better. But your your personal life does impact the time and energy that you have left in your business or for your business. So choose a seven day time frame. For example, you can start today and go to like the following week, or you can start on the following Monday from the time that you are watching this workshop. And I want you to take note of every single thing that you do. If you have a lot going on, um, you may want to sit in front of your phone like every couple of hours and put on your Google calendar, you know, what are all the things that you engaged in? Don't just rely on your memory to remember all these things in seven days, because I don't think that that serves anyone, but track your time, put down exactly what you did. I spent one hour doing morning routine. I don't have to put all the specific things. You know, I may have spent one hour looking for plane tickets and hotels. Well, heck that can be, you know, delegated out. So track your time. Number two under time audit is once you have tracked your time, which is why time audit and tracking your activity is first, then you want to identify patterns. And so Where is your time going? Are you spending too much time creating social media posts? Are you spending too much time with writer's block determining what you're going to put in your email marketing campaign for Black Friday? Are you spending too much time having conversations with people via text message in which, yeah, you can pour into them, but I mean, how much pouring do they need? Did that require a two hour conversation or did you not have boundaries in order to cut the conversation short? Because you know, you need to go downstairs and do an Instagram live for your community. That is an example of paying attention to your time. You have to know where your time is going. Did you spend seven hours on Sunday because you decided not to break up your laundry, but you wanted to do all of your laundry at the exact same time? No, right? Divide it up. We do loads of laundry throughout the week so that we're not just sitting in the house all day or for you maybe going to the laundromat to go and do your laundry all day. So notice patterns. Where is your time going? And then lastly, under time audit is identify if there are areas of wasted time. What actually could have been eliminated? Are you working on writing a book, but you don't even like the book no more? You have no thoughts or efforts about even marketing the book. You just want to write the book because you want to finish what you started, but are you truly going to finish it? Are you going to finish it? (laughs) Like, are you going to publish it? Are you going to sell it? What are you going to do with it? Does that make sense? Okay. So number one, in terms of before you can think about who to hire, you need to do a time audit so that you can determine what you need to hire someone for, because those patterns of those tasks will determine what seats needs to be filled first 
in your business, okay? Number two is the AED formula, which is also known as the automate, eliminate, and delegate rule, okay? So let's go through each and every single last one of them. So automation is what can be done on automation in your business. So for example, I'm gonna take you through like my Dope Therapist Academy and then the mastermind or individuals who are scaling their business. So in the Dope Therapist Academy, we teach them how to onboard their clients and automate the process by doing a couple of things behind the scenes in their EHR system. That way they're not exchanging too many emails um, with potential clients, right? It's just one email, schedule a consultation, fill out a form. All these things are done with a push of a button or widgets on their website. And then they can just wait to see if somebody schedules an appointment. Okay. That's automation. That is removing yourself from so much back and forth because one potential client and back and forth emails plus two to three phone calls can require you to waste hours of time just in a few days. Okay. Now, if we're talking about scaling your business, we have started teaching our Therapist Scaling Academy students along with our Mastermind students in which they are actually getting one-on-one coaching. They're getting access to me throughout the entire year for about 10 months to help them scale their business. Like they're taking the information, but we also allow them to utilize myself and my expertise to apply the information in their business through one-on-one coaching each month. So what that means is that we have taught them how to put email marketing on automation. It shouldn't be that someone says, hey, can I get that digital download in an email? And then you email them back and say, yes. Then you send them the link. And then they ask you, where is the link? You know, it's too much back and forth. Why don't you put the link in the bio on your Instagram page? You put it in your signature on your email marketing. You put it all over the web. And then you just wait to see when you get email subscribers. But then on the back end, they're going to nurture their audience. They are going to send their audience or their new person on their list emails to let them know what they are all about. It's not just about selling products or services. It's really about getting to know your community. And this is why I do so much free training, much podcast, bootcamp and virtual parties, or a lot of things of very low cost in comparison to our coaching programs. Because with therapists, A lot of them and also myself in the beginning stages of my business career, I did not know what I did not know. Therefore, it took me a long time to understand why I even needed help in my business beyond my degree. So what can you automate in your business that does not require a person, but can require a system like a CRM, customer relationship management system for email marketing. Okay. Those are tools that my students are using or your EHR so that you can remove yourself and you don't have to go hire a person necessarily. Okay. The next one is eliminate. And so what are you doing currently that no longer serves you? A homework assignment that I want you to do or an abundance project, whatever you want to call it, because some people don't like homework is I want you to take a moment this week and I want you to go through your phone. And I want you to pay attention to if it's on your Google calendar, if it's on notes, if it's on reminders, where are you spending your time during the week in which you have no plan to see that project through? Is it the book? Is it you started a coaching program knowing doggone well you're not going to finish it? I mean, you probably can't get a refund at this point. Nevertheless, you have access to it. So do you plan on using it or do you want to save it for later? Technically, you should have two different folders every, I'm going to say quarter. You should be doing a decluttering process every quarter, if not every month, so that this is not a big project at the end of the year. So every so often, for me, it's every month, I look at what on my projects list 
no longer serves me. I don't like it anymore. And then I will actually toss it. Now, are there projects that I like, but I have rearranged my priorities and I've decided, you know what? I like it, but I ain't in love with it right now. Or maybe the industry is going in a different route or down a different route. So I need to try something. I need to do something different. I need to tweak it. So I may put it in a designated folder on my desk or somewhere like in my office system in a file cabinet or something. And I will go back to it. And the way that I remind myself of that is that I will put a reminder on my calendar that says, hey, on this date at this time, remind me to go review that thing. And if I go review it and I still ain't feeling it, then I really need to ask myself, is this something that needs to be eliminated? Okay, so automate, eliminate, and then lastly is delegate. So let's just say you've automated 30% of the things on your list that can include automating you know, getting help with taking your kids to school. Automation can be, you have a maid come to your house every two weeks, every other Monday. That is automation. Automation is you got a massage appointment on the third Thursday of each month. And the reason why automation is very key to your time and your health is that it takes brain energy to do these things even though you know when they're going to occur every single time. So why don't you just put them on automation, even on your calendar, and then eliminate things that no longer serve you? Lastly, is for delegation under the AED model, what needs to be delegated from what is left after you've automated and what you have eliminated? So in the third hack, we're actually going to dive a little bit deeper and talk about the love versus hate relationship that you may have as it relates to these tasks, because that may determine, again, what you need to delegate. But the first tip I want to give you before we go into that third hack is what are you doing with the time and task that are left that is not in your genius zone or it doesn't generate on the front or back end revenue. So for example, I do videos, YouTube, podcasts for free, right? Now, it's not for free as it relates to my overhead. I have to pay or I choose to pay team members to edit my videos, to edit my podcast, to do my show notes, to upload it to social media, to create audio snippets. All of those things cost money and time because I also have to record them. So this is an example of I choose to delegate after I show up in my genius zone, primarily because this is leading to me getting to know therapists across the country, across the globe, through us connecting through the internet or the podcast. Most people engage and even invest in people and in services that they know, like, and trust. So if you've put out there a four-figure product or service and you're wondering why people didn't sign up, it's probably because you came out of the blue, you said that you were a therapist for like five to 10 years, and then all of a sudden you have an online course and they're like, wait a minute, the online course, is it even therapy? Is it therapeutic? Oh, you're talking about one, two, and three? What does that have to do with what you went to school for? People are confused because they only know you as the therapist therapist. They don't know you as anything else. So what that means is that you have to show up and show out and produce as much content as possible to help people see and understand that you are the expert in this additional area, even if it is therapeutic. Because the bottom line is, if it don't look like therapy, no one may potentially sign up because they don't believe that you're the expert or more than likely, they actually don't even think that therapists can do other stuff right? So you see the dollar signs on the screen. I want you to ask yourself, am I operating in my genius zone? So if I'm recording this workshop, the answer is yes. I love speaking. I love teaching really, right? That's number one. But then the second thing I'm going to ask myself is, will this generate 
a relationship or business on the back end one day and one day, maybe six months to a year from now. Some of you are really impatient. You want people to buy from you as soon as they sign up on your email list, as soon as they become a subscriber to your podcast or to your YouTube. No, people can follow you on Instagram for years. I've had clients do it plenty of times. And when I sit down and I ask them, well, how long did it take you to actually come to the webinar or sign up for DTA? Some of them say six months to a year and a half. And you sitting here potentially getting upset because someone did not sign up for your product or your service on the first go round. As a business owner, you are signing up to learn from mistakes. You are learning. You're going through learning experiences. There are going to be things that do not happen at all or within the timing that you give it. But if you are patient and you are willing to look at your system to see what is not working and what is working and to fix the problem or enhance the problem, more than likely because you're consistent, you will start driving more traffic to you, if that makes sense, right? So with delegation, the $3 signs are things that you should be doing. Three or $4 signs is equivalent to how much I believe therapists are worth. If you received a master's degree or doctor degree, you are easily worth $500 to $1,000 and up an hour. Now, even though I know we don't charge for therapy in that way, we are valued at that level when we look at what the transformation is worth to the clients that we serve. Like they're able to get their life back. They're able to get their job back. They're able to get their family back. They're able to get their joy back. That is worth an infinite amount of abundance and money, right? But that's not what we charge them in the beginning, okay? Now, if you find yourself doing tasks that you can pay a part-time college student to do for $15 an hour, why are you doing it? Those are the tasks that you then need to delegate, all right? So let's go into the final hack, which is, do you love it or do you hate it? Is it an alignment with you or is it not in your genius zone? You ain't even good at it, right? So first I want you to look at it from like, draw three columns. And let me give you a a context. I just did this last week and boy, oh boy, was I overwhelmed. I I told my team, oh, this, this gotta change, right? So we've had some hiccups in our business in the last year with gaining and losing team members, all learning experiences, no mistakes, because I learned from each team member every single time, whether it was a college student and the schedule didn't work out or whether someone got another full-time job because they were not full-time with me, whatever the case may be, we have went through some significant changes. And during the last two years, that is not abnormal for a lot of business owners because a lot of people that have been our employees or our contractors may have sat down and realized as well, I do or don't like what I'm doing. So let me go find my passion. I got plenty of time. I'm at home. Okay. So those things did not bother me. It's just more about me sitting down and getting still and asking myself, how did this happen? What flags did I miss, if any? And what can I learn from them to move forward and not go into this? I don't trust anybody. I made the wrong mistake. I don't want to hire anybody. If that is you, Business ownership is going to be very difficult for you. There was a DTA question that came up in our academy that said, how do I learn how to trust again? That is not a business coaching question. That is a personal one. If you are having a hard time trusting people to bring into your organization, because you do have an organization if you're a business owner, okay, then you need to do some deep diving and exploring about what happened with that last person or persons that put you in this state and of course have you 
forgiven them. And I believe I do have a podcast episode and a YouTube video on forgiveness. So just check it out. Okay. So I want you to draw three columns on a sheet of paper or pull out an Excel sheet after you watch this workshop. And I want one of the columns to say, love it. The middle column to say, like it. And the third column to say, oh, I don't like it or I hate it. I don't really like the H word, but we're going to put H for this particular activity. So in the love column, now this will come from your time audit. So when you look at your time audit, I want you to identify what are the things that you do on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis or annual basis that you love and you're very great at it. You love doing it and you're great at it. So I'm going to give you my examples. I love hosting live events. I love showing up for my coaching sessions, right? I love coaching my clients and I'm great at it, right? And and also, of course, it generates revenue in your business, okay? So I love actually recording my podcast and I'm great at it. Now let's look at like the middle column. You like doing something, you're actually good at it, not great at it, but the question you want to ask yourself is, should you still be doing those tasks? So in the beginning phases of your business, you may find yourself doing everything in all of these categories, but of course you want to get the last category off very quickly because you're not good at it, nor do you like it, okay? But this middle column is really tricky. This is where I see a lot of business owners and or my clients get stuck because they will say something that sounds like, I'm really good at creating the Canva graphics. I have a eye for color. And I don't mind writing the copy because it's my narrative. I'm telling my story. But can you train somebody else to tell your story? Can you train somebody on the the hex codes, the color codes of the post that you want to create? Could you upload all of the photos that you want them to use for your social media feed and nothing else that they find on their computer or internet about you? And you only want them to use those photos and those colors and this messaging on your Instagram feed? Yes, but it does require you to train them. And the training is what we talk about on the foundational level in the academy. And then as we move into the scaling programs, we actually help them understand how to create an organizational chart. We go deeper into this love, like, hate relationship and really start to take action on moving the needle in their business. But you can start with this activity right now. So anytime you're doing an activity, I really want you to ask yourself, do I love it? And am I, am I great at it? Do I like it? It's all right. I could probably hire somebody else to do it. I probably shouldn't even do it myself. Or lastly, do you dislike it so much like you cannot wait to hire someone to do it and you're not good at it, right? So I have a catch 22. I'm actually really good at organizing things like spreadsheets, numbers, like I am a visionary and mixed integrator in my business in which I can see the big vision and the big picture for my business, but I can also understand the numbers and logistics. But over the last five years, I have moved away from not wanting to understand those graphs and those numbers because I need to as a business owner, but I don't want to have to do the calculation. I don't want to put my time there. So what did I do in the last 12 months? I actually still have Intuit QuickBooks, but I hired a bookkeeper to oversee all of the revenue generating activities that come into my business If I have any students that defaulted in payments, they contact those students and say, hey, update your credit card. I don't do any of that. And then some of that stuff is automated, like some of those emails that go out to our community. So some things on my list, I don't necessarily hate. I just have grown over time to recognize that because it's not my genius zone and I low-key don't want to do it anymore. I don't hate it and I'll do it if I need to, especially if I lose a team member, but I don't want to do it. 
So those are the tasks that I, with ease and grace, get off my plate very, very quickly. Okay. So in recap today, we've talked about three large hacks with subcategories of things that you want to evaluate when you are hiring a team member. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this workshop. I don't want to leave you empty handed. I really want you to continue this journey of building and growing your business. So At the time of you watching this workshop, if you are not already receiving business affirmations from me, I would like you to pull out your phone right now or write this number down. And I want you to text the keyword abundance to 310-388-8603. And I also want to gift you with some things. So I want to gift you with my freebie library that will come to you as soon as you follow the steps and the prompts. Once you get on my list, you will get a link via email that will ask you to, you know, get access to this freebie library, right? I'm going to nurture you. I'm going to give you some additional free and branding and marketing tips via email and through the library. But Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I have started sending out business affirmations to keep you motivated throughout the day. And to give you an example of the one that I sent today, it was, let's see, let me go to it. It talked about CPAs. So I said, what do you need to clean up in the fourth quarter to prepare for a new year? Have you met with your tax person or CPA? Do you need to write off additional expenses to decrease your tax liability? Do you know your true net profit versus gross profit? Sit down and make a list of what needs to be organized to have a smooth transition into a new year. So you may get take fast action activities. You may also get something just to stimulate your mindset about being a human being, wanting abundance, wanting a profitable business, whether it's a private practice or streams of income. Okay. Now, in addition to the freebie library, getting to know me through our community and also these affirmations, one of the things that I have coming up is, of course, we're wrapping up this year. So when you're part of those, especially my text community, because I'm gonna give them some a little special, when you're part of that text community, you will be the first group, you know, outside of my mastermind students to know about live events, virtual events, and especially if it is a live event and it has limited seats because we are, we are stirring up the pot with what we're sharing with our community effective yesterday about me being curious about what my community wants. Nevertheless, if you are on that text thread, then you don't even have to be in my community to get first dibs on what I have to offer. And I will say, I throw some very fun virtual and live events. So if you want to be the first one to learn about that, um, live events, virtual events, any type of specials, any type of also workshops, I make sure to text them and let them know I'm going live. Then you definitely want to text me at 310-388-8603. Of course, we have a, or I have a lot of um, audio podcasts. All you have to do is go to iTunes, type in Dr. TK. I would greatly appreciate it if you would subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me on my podcast. And please let me know your biggest takeaway and leave me five stars if you have had a big aha moment during this workshop. I am very grateful for your attendance today and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 